September 16, 2013. You tuned in to DG Radio. And like we didn't fucking choose an intro, we are your hosts. Mo and Hilden, because John sucks. Yeah, he does. That's why, because John sucks. Big Bardic Barbaden. That's why. Yeah. That's the intro. Yeah. We had it all along. And we just fooled like John, John sucks. sucks. Anyway, John is not with us because, you know, he I loves, guess there's a big loves deal. His wife. Loves his wife. In ten years they've been married. I guess I should applaud it. Mine didn't last that long. Uh, <laughs> uh, As he cackles. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, so he's in Barbados. No, Who's the winner? Of a here, ba- uh, who's yeah, the winner? I think here. I'm the winner. Yeah. Well, definitely. <laughs> Um, <laughs> although he's in Barbados right now, but I guess it's one week in a lifetime of hell. Yeah. You know, why not? No, no, no. That's the second week in a lifetime of hell. <laughs> that's true. Because that's where they went on their honeymoon. That's right. So they're revisiting. It's so romantic. I love thinking of John as romantic. Like hearing him say sexy things to his wife. What do you want to bet that the, uh, the Barbados, uh, Mount Gay Rum. Uh, oh, causes yeah. John's vasectomy to short circuit. I think that would be amazing. And uh, they come back home with a little bundle. With a little extra way. something. <laughs> they pull a Hilden. Maybe a, maybe a pair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be What do you think? What do you think the odds are? Twins. Yeah. Oh, oh that would be amazing. Oh, he'd just shoot himself. In the head. Oh, yeah. He'd be done. Like, yes. I'm out. <laughs> on the show, he'd do it too. Yeah, he'd be probably. like, fuck it. I'd be like, go outside. Oh. Go outside. Not on the patio. <laughs> Do it in the trees, because the bears will eat it. <laughs> Man, so um, I guess we should mention, as is tradition on this show, we unintentionally have replaced John with a food item this oh, evening. And, it, and it's a uh, red pepper hummus. It's yes, pretty good. And some pretzels. Some, and some pretzels. That's yeah, some good That's some good is. hummus. I don't know what that is. That's a, uh, well, Holy Land. <laughs> the Holy Land. No, it's called Holy Land Hummus. <laughs> Holy Land Hummus. <laughs> yeah. That sounds so wrong. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we've, uh, you know, kosher. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what the rule is. What is hummus? It's chickpeas, right? Yep. From what I understand. Or garbanzo beans. Garbanzo Depending beans. on where you are. Ah. Uh, but we speak that's, English that's here, Hilda. In America! English. In America! Yeah, English with we an eye. We speak English! With an eye. <laughs> English. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> anyway, you're listening to DG Radio, and I want to thank you for uh, joining us this evening. A uh, number of ways you can contact us on this show. One is by going to robotpanic.com. Find the blog post for this show. Leave a comment in the comment section. Or you can uh, follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash dgradio. You can uh, also call us, 612-424-3835. That's our drunk dial line. And uh, chances are good if you uh, call us, we're going to play it at some point on the show. We've got two uh, this week. Oh, we just got another one while we were waiting. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Uh, our voice, our, yeah, our, our drunk dial line is once again booming with activity. <laughs> our guilt trip has worked. Um, so uh, with that said, here is our first drunk dial. Nice, guys. Okay, so I'm listening to 82713 and having some fun. I'm not drunk. I'm just a little tipsy, but there we are. This is El Gecko. When you talked about games, I was following you, but not really keep up, keeping up. Because that wasn't that much of a game. Here in music, I guess you guys are a little ahead of me there as well. When you added casual encounters, I finally said, all right, here is a field of human endeavor where I can finally get ahead of these suckers. 
All right, fine. But pretty quickly, I figured out you guys are freaking right the hell out about some stuff I find pretty normal. Okay, for some background, I'm 40-ish. I'm married. I also have three girlfriends apart from my wife. Last week, I hooked up with a male and female married couple that I used to date. On the other hand, I am completely innocent about some shit that you guys know all about. I had no idea that the whole Miley Cyrus shit involved a foam finger. What the actual fuck? Adult nursing relationships, I can kind of see if you're just the right kind of weirdo. But fucking a AAA baseball fan prop on national television? I'm sorry, Nate. I got nothing there. And that's what leads me to a few episodes ago. The Great Discharge Point Guy. Dude. Okay. I've done a lot of shit. Probably on par with Fluffy or even more. But that is something that we in the alternative sexuality community have a term for. That is purebred fucked the right up right there. I've got exactly nothing. Punch, punch, go. Yeah, get go. Wow, there was so much in that voicemail. Yes. We no, didn't pre-screen our, that one because we heard it was El Gecko, and, and he's, he's like our, our spiritual advisor. Yeah, he, well, he's our casual encounter yes. decoder ring Correctly. too. So, Absolutely. like, oh my god. So, wait, my mind is slightly blown. <laughs> the dude is married with three girlfriends. Right? How does that even work? Like, I'm not even thinking from sexual perspective. Right? I get how it works. You just go fuck people. Right? But like, from a from just a like a fu- like, it's hard enough being married. Without anything. Well, maybe that's why. And maybe, but like, but then you add like the dynamics of three other people, but only sometimes. That could really get fucked up. That just strikes me as that could really get dicey fast. I'm wondering about that. But unless you know what you're doing. I mean, if if this is where you're at, why not? I guess. I just don't understand how it works. I mean, some people shit into other people's mouths for (laughs) sexual pleasure. I know that. I mean, I can't imagine shitting into anybody's mouth. But he's not saying I have... He's there are people's really- mouths that I would like to shit into. <laughs> I, this, this, it wouldn't so much drive me sexual pleasure as right. just, 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 just a sexual pleasure. pleasure. Like no, I not did sick, shit, not about. sick. Just you know, this is. I think this is what uh, Jesus you, meant when you, he said, "Like, be good to your neighbor." You come to from the point of like you deserved shit in your mouth. Yeah, I got to put well, shit in your I mouth. I hear nothing but shit coming out of your mouth. I was gonna put a little bit back in there, yo. <laughs> Like, I don't just understand the logistics of the relationship part of it. So I'm not even thinking sexualness. I'm just thinking of, like, he didn't say, I have people that I've been fucking. He said girlfriends. Yeah. Along with a wife. Right. I don't get it. That's 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 a lot of commitment, man. It's like man. a harem. It's like, I guess. It's a lot of fucking commitment to me. It's like to a my Saudi mind. prince. Well, I guess that could work, too. Why not? I guess. But, that, but like, a Saudi prince, man, has the, I'm the king, you're my bitches. No, no, he's a prince. Okay, he's a prince. The king is the king. Okay, so the Saudi prince, you're my bitches. But, like, there's some sort of, like, divine godly thing happening, and these people are, like, you know, worshiping the prince. Maybe I'll get to the prince. I don't think they are. I think they're sort of bought and sold into that. So, really, his situation is, like, a st- several steps above that because they aren't bought and sold. They're bought and sold. They're their own but people. But there's a choice. I mean, that's I mean, the I'm thing. assuming there's that the, he hasn't bought mo- and sold these people. I'm not a cold, heartless bastard like you, Mo. <laughs> I'm saying there's got to be emotion involved somehow, and that's going to fuck shit up. That's what I want to know about it. El Gecko, call me back. Let me know. <laughs> how this has is. so many questions. I have so many questions. Because if I'm going to diverge into a whole new life now after the whole thing ended, yeah, I got to 
maybe that maybe I could do it too. I maybe there's no way I could do that. <laughs> you won't know much. until you try. It's too much, man. I had a hard enough time with one, right? And just, uh, just half, because that's not weird. <laughs> if you try half a one, that's, that's like weird. that's like some. Want to do that? No, that's some dumber shit that's there. A, yeah, that's not some lampshade bullshit. Yeah, well, it is. I mean, we're awfully close to Wisconsin. Oh, that's true. I mean, Ed Gein. All right, El Gecko, you, you've captured my imagination. I love this guy. I, I, uh, I would love to hear more from you, El Gecko. I want to hear the adventures of El Gecko. In fact, we could make it a reoccurring segment on the show uh, just because I think you've got some things to share. So yeah, anyway, it, just, to put, just to put it out there. And I think I can't remember if it's this. As I was reading through our uh, casual encounter potentials, I don't remember if I copied it and included it or not, but there were some more ter- some we abbreviations. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't use it, but I don't know what it meant. All right. It was in relation to... Uh, dominant and submissive, oh. and it was like S. The guy was the he was the submissive, but but he said S D, which I don't understand. I'll, I don't know what that means. He'll clue us in. Yeah, I'll get close. Uh, I can't he remember knows what. The, yeah, so it was some guy that wanted a dominant woman, but he yeah. referred to himself as S D or right. the S D. I don't know. That's like a super like super dragon. <laughs> I'm the super dragon. I love it that this guy doesn't know anything about Miley Cyrus, which was all yeah, over the fucking right. news, but he's like, oh, you know, anything, you know. Yeah, Craigslist, I got you. I got you on those. Yeah, love casual it. encounters. I love it. All right, here's our next uh, drunk dial. Hey, boys. Just text here. You know, a couple things here. You know, I uh, I just downloaded Brothers, and I, uh, hey, I just got an Xbox 360. Go me! And uh, just got gone home on Steam there. You know, I finished gone home, and... You know, I'm finding that, uh, if you guys can relate to this, I'm finding as I get older, I'm looking for more experiences when I'm gaming than rather just fucking Madden 14, Cocksucker Edition. You know, because going home, goddamn, that's a good game. I found that out. Thank you, John. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, just kind of wonder what you guys are thinking on that. Or if you're, uh, if you're good with the Cocksucker Editions. And, uh, you know, you were talking about Euro Truck Simulator there. And it reminded me of a joke. So this guy's sitting there, and he's watching his kid play. And the kid's sitting on the floor there, and all of a sudden, dad kind of looks, and what the fuck is this kid doing? Looks at him, and watches the kid for a little bit, and all of a sudden, he sees we he's kind of repeating a pattern. So kind of looks at him, and... Is that he's what he's doing is he's sitting there and he punches a cat, then he pops a Flintstone vitamin, and he scoots on his ass down the road, down on the carpet there, and then punches the cat again, fucking pops another Flintstone vitamin, scoots down the carpet. After a while, Dad sits there and he goes, "Kid, look, what the hell are you doing there?" And the kid goes, "I'm playing truck driver." Dad goes, "Truck driver?" He goes, "Yeah." I'm pounding pussy, popping pills, and moving down the road. Yeah. I thought you guys when I heard that one, so. All righty. Have a good one, boys. Bye. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. It's like an old school joke, <laughs> man. Is. That's fucking badass. <laughs> moving down the road. Moving on down the road. Oh, my God. Pounding pussy. Oh, that's such a terrible axiom anyway <laughs> but popping pills man i used to sneak our flintstone vitamins oh really oh yeah because you know you only get one a day right and sometimes i'd sneak up into the cabin and i'd have another there one you go them. and that's our drunk tales for this week uh, as always if you would like to call us 612-424-3835 that's our drunk dial line if you don't want to do that you can always yeah, send you just us go straight email. to hell otherwise that's right you bastards
Uh, you can also and once you get there, you can send us an email. <laughs> Mailbag. Tell us how hot it is. At drunkengamersradio.com. Yeah, tell us what Sarah Palin's wearing. Yeah, she she got some shit going. Tell us what she's reading. I'm assuming it's everything. Uh, all right, so we got two uh, that we're going to read this week. First it says, oh, God. I guess I really didn't pre-read this one. <laughs> I really should have. Hi, Mo. Oh, well, there you go. The last show was the best in a long while. You didn't. You missed that part? I missed the high mo part. I just read the content, but I missed it. It was directed squarely at you. Makes more sense now. Well, uh, of course it does. I'm selfishly glad you no, guys... No, let's read that first sentence again. Hi, Mo! No, no, the, that uh, was a sentence. The last show was... This is a sentence. It has a beginning and an exclamation point at the end. Uh, Hi, Mo! Uh, it's like, is this from your daughter? The last show... Exactly. <laughs> the last show was the best in a long while. Well, thank you. I'm selfishly glad you guys never became successful because a podcast with no restraint <laughs> is really refreshing. <laughs> well, thanks, man. It's so true. <laughs> but just think, we could be like impractical jokers, right? We could have some financial reward, ultimately, for whatever this is. being this, yeah. At, at the very minimum, we could really use a lawyer. Of course, we'll be dead, yeah. so it'll all work out. But I would still like a lawyer. I just have a feeling that will be helpful. They come in handy every now and again. Uh, I've always been obsessed with the freedom to say whatever you want. Uh, in an ideal world, I want to be able to run into an airport screaming that I've got a bomb and only come out with some light. Uh, and only come out with some light taser-related scalding. So I really enjoy you guys just saying whatever comes into your warped minds. There's a point to be made there as well. Uh, anyway, I haven't seen any images of the group, so I have a burning question I'd like answered. Who would win in a knife fight between the three of you, starting right now? Oh well, Mo. <laughs> Mo is so much more devious than I will ever be. And I'd be like, I'd be like, Mo, let's just not do this. He'd be like, okay, okay. bam! I'd give you a hug. <laughs> But I'd hug and you with a knife. Stab me in the back. Well, not right? on purpose. Yeah, or right. Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. No, Mo, without a doubt, in a knife fight. And He's John's not here. Well, evil. John moves slow. He's an old man. He he'd is. be like, he'd be like playing Animal Crossing on the DS and wouldn't even see the knife coming. His, no, no, his old man hat would probably <laughs> get like he'd get all hung up on it. My mom commented on his <laughs> DS playing the other day. She was like, "So is John okay?" <laughs> Yeah, he's fine. Well, he just seems so disengaged at the party. And I'm like, well, no, that you well, do. Yeah. He's going through a phase. That's how. <laughs> it's, it's like that's oh. his life. Because <laughs> he had his party, you know, yeah. he's just like out there playing Animal Crossing, and, you know, because you know, it's my family, so right. who gives a shit? Right. But <laughs> it's just so funny. My mom was all concerned. I think that's lovely. <laughs> it was sweet. Yeah, it really is. Mm -hmm. Remember that time I brought flowers? <laughs> God damn it! No, I yes, was, I that, remember. That was also very sweet. <laughs> and the look you gave me said. Exactly what your true intent was, you bastard. Uh, continuing on, I'm a Brit fag. Is that what? right? I'm a Brit fag, and I had a quick what does that mean? of the casual encounters. I don't know what that means. It's one word. B-R-I-T-F-A-G. Brit fag. That sounds horrible. I don't know. I'm a Brit fag, and I had a quick perusal of the casual encounters, but it was filled with people wanting genuine nice relationships. <laughs> Well, I guess we have more dignity than you lot. All the human toilets must have been kicked out with the rest of you. Yeah, they got on the ship and came over here. Keep making great shows. you guys wouldn't let them shit in each other's mouths, so they they had to start a new country. Love your secret admirer with a heart. Oh. Uh, P.S. By the way, when are changing? When are you changing the guests around? It seems like Hilden and John have been on the show for years, but they basically contribute nothing. Oh, that you is so true. You stud. <laughs> It is I think so he's true. your secret admirer, <laughs> probably this man, probably right here. So I don't know. You might want to be concerned. I don't know. That's a big ocean. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, I mean, Diane and I had barely made it from Cuba to Florida. <laughs> That's like the distance from here to Iowa. <laughs> Uh, next letter, greetings, DGRs. You can oh, refer to pirates. me as Ted if you like. Okay, Ted. Uh, I'm a relatively new listener to your show, hailing from Perth, Western Australia. Excellent. Uh, today, I am a somewhat re- uh, responsible mid-20s adult working in the, in the professional sector. And thanks to you, gents, happy I have found an opportunity to make a confession. A poop <laughs> crime confession. <laughs> He says, in 2004, I was in my penultimate year of high school. I like that he used the word penultimate. That's good. I'm yeah. sorry. I love it. Uh, one Saturday night, three friends and I were chilling in my basement. Bored, we decided to go for a nighttime suburban stroll. Oh, wait. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, no, no, this is great, Hilton. <laughs> with a few eggs in hand, we began deliberating how best to enjoy our trundle under the protective veil of darkness. Trundle, our, our another trundle. great word. Another great word. Uh, the streets were quiet, and eventually we found ourselves in a primary slash elementary school's playground. Uh-huh. We got we got to talking about all manner of things, which led to a conversation about who we could fuck, uh, who we could fuck with in the suburb. Okay, I'm glad I redid that. Who yeah. we could fuck with in the <laughs> suburb. Uh, I knew of one particular schoolmate who lived close by. For no particular reason, we never got along, and subsequently, our target was set. After some planning, we decided to ditch the initial plan of pelting his house with eggs and opt for a more subtle approach. Yes. Somehow, we came to the conclusion that another element should be brought into the mix. Whether it was our depreciated mental state at 2 a.m. or merely our boyish boyish excitement for the disturbed, we decided to bless his homestead with a very personal gift, human feces. My friend, let's call him Dan, (laughs) admirably stood up to the task at hand. Posted between the playground slide and swing set, he postured over a plastic bag and fought hard to deliver a worthy offering. Not as fluid as Dan would have hoped, he returned after an uncomfortable 15 minutes to the three of us giggling uncontrollably. Inside the plastic bag sat half a loaf pinched off by Dan with a rigid texture and light to medium brown complexion. Oh, this is too descriptive, Jesus. Rather than question his diet, we were excitedly off to our next destination. Moments later, we arrived at our intended crime scene with anxiety running high. Getting caught with a bag of my friend's feces in hand wasn't on the top of my list of things to do. But it is yours. At least it belongs to it's the party. True. It's true. So where's no the crime where's has been crime? committed? No That's crime right. yet. Yet. Dan, having played his part, insisted someone else carry out the final act. And so, with his freshly discarded uh, newborn in hand, the two of us snuck to the front of our target's house, not entirely sure of what we were supposed to do. Nervous and ready for a quick escape, we tipped the chocolate log onto the hood of the family car. There's the crime, kids. Before turning around and bolting back to the team, I realized I still had an egg in hand. Almost instinctively, and like I was practicing for breakfast come morning, I cracked the egg over the neatly placed turd. (laughs) Oh, there goes the paint job. That's awful. I'm not entirely sure of the message I was trying to send, but the damage was done and we made our escape unharmed. I'm not particularly proud of the chemical warfare that took place that night, but it was a great bonding experience with some <laughs> friends I fell out of touch with years later. Still, there are many questions that I wonder about after that senseless crime that night. Number one, who made the grizzly discovery the next day? 
Number two, was our intended target affected by this act of egg turd aggression? Or was he protected by a parent who insisted, who instead of just picking up the paper in the morning, found themselves disposing of human waste instead? And finally, had the scorching Australian sun had enough time to fry the egg on that Sunday morning? Oh. Personally, I hope so. For that truly would have been a grand design of sausage and eggs in the morning. Oh, my God. Uh, on a less deprived note, have you tried any Australian beers and what have been your favorites? Hopefully, your experiences extend beyond Foster's, as you really do have some wonderful brews from this side of the world. If you ever find yourself browsing the international section looking for something to try from Australia, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I love my parallels and rec- would recommend the following, and he recommends Feral Hop Hog IPA, Fat Yak Pale Ale, <laughs> Little Creatures Pale Ale. And he signs off, cheers, Ted. No, Ted, I haven't tried any of those beers. No, I've, I haven't even had Foster's. And I got to applaud that poo crime just That's slightly. That's incredible. Uh, I think that is the most the sophisticated of all the poo crimes. I think maybe it is. I think you might be right. That's almost a gentlemanly poo crime. <laughs> almost gentlemanly. Almost. Almost. Anyway, that's our mailbag for this week. If you'd like to send us one, you can always email us at mailbag at drunkengamersradio.com. Don't forget, our mailbag is sponsored by Nerds Tutoring Nerds. You can find them by emailing writingtutoring at gmail.com. Don't forget, they will make your shitty writing better. Which brings us to beer talk time. Oh, and Mo, what are we? Uh, this we is something that, special. I, oh, yeah, that's right. Man. That's right. I uh, what I the the poo thing doesn't doesn't quite end there. I read one of the most terrifying poo stories today in the news. Oh, um, here local news, Minnesota Public Radio news. Mm. It appears that You're talking about poop now. Indeed, uh, need more pledge money. <laughs> well, there we go. Uh, it appears that uh, hog farms in Iowa are suffering from exploding poop. Whoa. So the way these things work, that they job have these, got so much more. Dangerous. I know these giant barns with full of fecal matter, graded floors, uh-huh. and the poop falls through into a slurry pit, and nobody cleans it up. Well, they clean the poop out at the end of this in the fall, so that it goes onto the fields. They wait a fucking season. They do. That's but dangerous. But never before 2008 had there been an issue, and now all of a sudden, because you know shit's blowing up, quite literally. <laughs> Fires have they? started. Oh, my God. Because the methane is collecting all of a well, sudden. Well, yeah. Something's changed in their diets. This is a million-dollar research, three-state research project. I'm trying to figure led out Led by changed. Iowa State University to have figure out why is the poop exploding. Not yet. What? They, they suspect it's diet-related. You think? Wouldn't but, you just cha- figure out what you're feeding them now? Probably don't feed them gasoline or beans. Oh, my God. But, yeah. It, 1,500 pigs were killed. Workers have been injured. Because these wow. fires, they... Come out of nowhere, like I like explosions ask. tend to go. Yeah, wow! But how amazing is that? That's scary. I think it's incredible. <laughs> we live in a great world. It's so where it true. takes shit, it just explodes. Yeah. That's the the revenge of the hog. Uh-huh. Finally got their own back. Oh, I would, Eat yeah. me, you bitches. That's right. <laughs> so beer. Yeah, what are we drinking? This is the beer that I think. Made us all turn our heads and say, "What the hell is this?" This is this is a night we have to redo. We have to do this again. There was a night where uh, our good friend Zinswin and his lovely hot hot wife. <laughs> this was uh, at the Midwest Gaming Classic, where he brought this. Oh, I thought this was one he brought over for the. Oh, tasting. he probably did that night too. Yeah, this, he the did. The first time we had it was there. Okay, so it's hot 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 wife and Zinswin. Uh, I'm just gonna list her first from now. That's on. fine. Uh, it came in and, and brought this incredible beer. And what I remember is the tasting where. Zinswin sort of brought great beers, and we had cooked food, and he tried his best. To oh, yeah, that was here. We were going to cook. He sort of like, you know, had 
had um, a had beer paired that goes up with everything. Yeah, and there was this one beer that he was like, "We really should use some, you know, blue cheese with this because it would be great." I, I think did we have some or had? Are we? I don't. No, we had I had blue cheese. I think so. Like he I think told we me, had. He told blue me cheese. I had to have blue cheese. Yeah, yeah. So we'd had, and it was just one of these first. That was the first time where I'd ever had. Like a beer and ch- and food pairing where right. I was sort of like blown away by the combination. Yeah. Like I'd never had that sort of like, you know, you, you hear that with wine. You get yep. this wine food pairing. Oh, that beer and food pairing was amazing. And then it sort of changed how I thought about beer forever. Yep. Like it was one of those life changing moments. Um, mostly because of his hot, hot wife. <laughs> no, just kidding. But anyway, um, this is the this is not that same beer, but it's this not. is in that um it's in that, in that line yeah, that, or whatever. I believe this is the highest rated beer on, uh, was it Beer Advocate? Oh, this is going to be so good. It's a nine, like a 99 maybe? I all can't right. remember. Um, I believe this is his all. This is still his highest, like his, Zinzwin's favorite beer, I think. Um, I know it's certainly among the, the greatest of the great. And I believe it's pronounced Cuvée Van de Kaiser. Don't you want to save this for a more special occasion? No. All right, then. Golden Corollas, oh, or something like that. God this damn is a it. 2012 vintage. Oh. This is a part of the uh, Zoom I'm so Zoom, excited the Zoom, right Zoom, now. Zoom box. You don't <laughs> fucking even understand. This so, beer is just. Uh, this is another one with a cork in the top. I don't remember. Do you have the trash from. can? Do you have the requisite I do have trash, the trash can? can right, right beneath me. It's going to be fine then. I. Uh, Otherwise, I it'd be all look, over. Oh, I guess it's 11 percent. Of course, the Grand Crew of the Emperor. So this is, oh, it's brewed on February 24th every year on the birthday of Charles V. Nice. So let's see, blah, 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 it's extra fine Belgian hops, higher alcohol level, more words, <laughs> words, 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 fruity, delicate, rich. Awesome. It's just a bunch awesome. of stuff that's like, you want to go ahead and drink this. Yeah, you want to fuck it it's and a then wash of, it, then drink it. It's a product of Belgium. So. That's that. Pop that shit. Yeah. So, uh, oh, Jesus, we'll see what I'm all, this always scares me. Did you already say what APV is on this bitch? It's 11. 11. Okay. Yeah. You'll hardly notice it. <laughs> As I'm swerving home. <laughs> hey. You mean to your car. <laughs> exactly. I can't, can't. Pretty sure I parked out here. <laughs> Seriously. Man. Been more oh. than a few. Oh. <clears throat> there we go. There. Oh. It's just a, it's a, it's a steamy, or rather smoky, uh, <laughs> like steamy better. Yeah. It's a steaming pile a of, steaming pile of beer. Awesome beer. Pile of Belgian. After just getting done with the poo crime. Steaming pile of beer. My nose itches. I need you to come over here and scratch it for me. No. Oh, dude, it's so hard to pour this beer with an itchy we nose. We don't have that kind of relationship, Mo. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. No way I think we do. <laughs> So label, what do we say? Don't drink a design, fun to peel off, quality printing. You can't peel this shit off. Goes with my sofa better than beer. It's painted right on. I like that label fucking yeah. a lot. Quality printing Quality for sure. printing. It's not better than the beer. If the beer would be any less shitty, yeah. it'd be shitty beer, then it'd be great. But no, this is stellar beer. Uh, color. Well, let me. Uh... Not even for St. Patrick's Day, spin strong into gold. Mine for amber or copper, my tawny brunette, night, night, black. John never reads all these to us. No. He, oh, he just gives us like two of them. Yeah. The fucking bitch. Yeah. He's trying to ease his way out of this yeah. gig. Yeah. I need all the options, you cunt. Yeah. He's, he's, I told you, he's terrible. God damn it. 
I didn't even know there was a not for St. Patrick's Day. I don't really even know what that means. No, it's just not green, I guess. (laughs) I guess. Let me see that. Oh, wait, you're not done pouring it. Well, no, I'm not. (laughs) Yeah. This beer's so good. Well, we don't need to finish the glass. We probably not. We should probably not. It's probably a good idea not to. Because we're going to fucking get knocked on my ass. Good Lord. This is why a third person needs to be here. Yeah, that's a lot of beer, <laughs> dude. Really, a fourth person would be ideal in this situation. We can't not finish it, though, because it's too good to just waste. I accidentally tasted it just right now. <laughs> you bitch! You're cheating! We all know Somebody it's had awesome to lick now. the bottle. Well, you know, I know. I know. All right, here it comes. Are you ready? Oh, that's a lot of beer. It is. It oh is. Okay, so we're... Now, and when we say a lot of beer, it's a pint glass. It's a full pint glass. Yeah, but at 11%. But it's 11%. Yeah. So it's like eight beers. <laughs> I'm going to say mine for amber oh, or copper. So. Yeah. It seems to be in that copper. But okay. Absolutely. Need a lighthouse? Partly hazy? I'd say need a, I'd say need a lighthouse. Oh, no. I nah. don't think so. Hold it up to the light. Oh, wait. Yeah, it's partly hazy. I, or? I think it's pretty clear, man. It's just that it's dark. All right. You so, know what I'm saying? He never says frosty, but flat. No. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Sparkles in the sun. I clear, bet, clear as the day you were born. I'll bet you it would sparkle if it was in the sun. Okay. We'll go with that. Yeah. Head. It Diminishing was, returns. Yeah, well. Neither froth nor fizz. No, it was frothy. Uh, it was like a, gives it was like a ivory a run for the money or a large and in charge. I think ivory run for the money. All right there. Another one I've never heard before. I know. See? God damn it. Uh, aroma. Skunk in a bottle, dozer rising, that pine freshness, rich enough for fireside, and more complex than love itself. It's John either, always it, says life itself. Yeah, because he doesn't know how yeah. to read, you know. More complex. Product than, of central Wisconsin public education. Man, I'm going to say rich enough for fireside at yeah, least. Yeah, it's either that or the... Or complex. Yeah, it's one of the two. All right, we'll go in between. All right, mouthfeel. I like the idea of fireside, though. This should be consumed by a fire. Holy shit. That's sweet as hell. Yeah. I uh, can't even feel it. Cloyingly sticky, tingly effervescence, creamy like velvet, chewy enough for dinner. Man, I think I'm with Tingly effervescence is where my head's going, but cloyingly sticky might be in there too. See, and I was on the one after that, which is the creamy. Creamy like velvet. Yeah. We're going between tingly effervescence and creamy like velvet. It's good. Which though. is a strange place to be. It is weird. Uh, flavor might as well be light beer, sweet like the old malt shop. Came out of the toaster, hoppingly bitter, or more than thirty-one flavors. It's maybe a combination of more than thirty-one and sweet. It's very sweet. Yeah, but it's really good. It's yeah, got it is. Lots of complexity. Damn. Uh-huh. Finish hard to swallow. Leaves without saying goodbye. Bite better than bark. Lingers no, longer. Let- still evident two hours later. There you go. Yes, this it sticks with you. It sticks with you. Oh my god. Yeah, that's some good shit right it there. It is. You know, given how shittily he handles this job, I think it's fitting that he can't have any of this. <laughs> We're punishing you, John. This is the highest in rated, Barbados, highest rated in the beer. sun, yep. having sex all the time. Well, you know, with a Barbados man, probably. Well, you know. This is the highest rated beer and beer advocate, and it's just for me and Hilden. It's good. Oh, God damn it. It's oh, John, good. if only you knew how good this beer was. This would pair so well with some great food, like French really food, would. good French food. This oh, is that like, French food that I have upstairs? Absolutely. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> mm, it's too bad he's not here. Yeah, damn it. All right, so uh, let's go. Uh, let's talk a little bit about, um, let's talk about a game, Mo. 
Okay. A game that I played. Cribbage? No. I like cribbage. Ah, I know you do. I folded and I got a copy of Disney Infinity for my kids uh-huh. and for me. <laughs> I was going to say, wait a minute. Not really. It's <laughs> right. a, lot, a lot for me. Uh, no, uh, they, just, they just get to borrow it sometimes. Disney Infinity, which is a game that if you're familiar with the Skylanders brand, where there are figures that you buy that you put on top of a base and it goes into the actual game. Right. And then you can play with these figures and they end up being sort of Diablo style. Skylanders is more of a Diablo sort of like dungeon crawler. Okay. Read your shoot and collect shit. All right. I've never seen Diablo, so I don't know. Run through the levels and shit. And then yeah. you, your guy levels up. Gets items and stuff you can put on to help them, you know, whatever. And that's that sort of Skylanders. So it's 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 in the same vein of where there are Disney figures and there's a base. It doesn't play like Diablo. It plays more like a Grand Theft Auto for kids where there are missions you complete and your guy levels up and you can do stuff. There's initially in the initial starter pack, which is $75, by the way, so it's more than a traditional game, you get uh, the power base, the game... And then you get um, three figures. You get uh, Mr. Incredible from The Incredibles. Yep. You get Scully, or Sully, sorry, Sully from uh, Monsters Incorporated. Yeah. And you get... Uh, Scully from the, the X-Files. You, yeah, right, yeah, wish. You get the uh, <laughs> the, the uh, Jack, uh, Black, the Jack Black Savage, or whatever his name is, from Pirates of the Caribbean. You go into Jack the Sa- Captain Jack Savage. Captain Jack Savage. Sparrow. Yeah. Jack Captain Sparrow. Jack there Sparrow. Sparrow. There you go. God, I can't believe I let you you I let you do that to me. I don't fucking know those movies very well. Dude. I don't know from Pirates. Uh anyway. Oh my god. So and then uh this is where you my my uh, we'll get into what I like about the game. I need to get my complaints out of the way. So oh. first of all, the uh the game is expensive. Too expensive really for all that you get. It's, the figures uh, that you get uh, with the game, the figures, all of the Disney Infinity figures are really well made. In fact, I think they're sculpted better than Skylanders. Sure. They're sturdier. They feel weightier. They feel better. Um, they look better. They don't look as cheap. Um, they're slightly bigger. They're not as big you, as like, like a, BBW, would you say? There you go. Uh, <laughs> but they're about the size of a Skylanders Giants, maybe a little smaller depending on the character, you know, but, or maybe not quite as big as a Giants character, but if you're familiar with those right. character figures. Bigger you, than you the know. standard uh, uh, Skylander, Skylander, right, yeah. Somewhere in between. Them. So you're paying about 14 bucks per figure, yeah. which is a fucking Insanely lot of money. Insanely expensive. It's a lot of fucking money. When compared money, to Skylanders. Which are like... Eight eight bucks. Can't you get three for twenty or four for twenty? Yeah, the tiny ones, and then yeah. you can also get a. The giants are about thirteen bucks, right? Um, the tinier ones are probably like probably I don't know, seven or eight bucks a pop. Yeah. So it's all expensive game, but anyway, um, here's the deal: when you play Disney Infinity, you have a couple different ways you can play. One is there is a themed world for the different characters that you just got in the prepackaged thing. So there is a Monsters University world that you can play around in. There is a Pirates of the Caribbean world, and there's um, an Incredibles world. So you're in sort of Metro City or whatever. You can also buy packs that have a couple characters plus a new world inside of it that you can add into the game. So if you buy the Cars pack, the Cars world you get with that. And then there's another one for Lone Ranger. And then they're going to keep putting these worlds out. So you can buy different worlds to add in. Here's the thing that... How big is a world? uh, It's pretty big. It's fairly... I mean, the Monsters University one basically has like an entire university campus of Monsters University. 
plus fear tech, the other monsters, okay. the rival college, and you could go back and forth between them. And they're fairly big. How much game time is is in that? Like, I don't even know. You know what I'm asking? Like, how many hours of gameplay does that translate? To? I don't know yet, but I know that we've been that my my girls and I have been oh, playing sort of Monsters me. University for about four or five hours, and we okay. haven't even tapped out. Oh, okay. all this stuff, uh, and that's partly because of what my girls do. They're not sure. doing mission to mission. Sure. I don't know if you went mission to mission, you didn't just play around and have fun. You just went straight through to try to do completion. I'm not sure how long that would take you. Yeah, but there's a lot of stuff to do. Sure. Um. So each of these boards, um, yep. these worlds, yep. um. Especially uh, a word of warning if you have two kids who want to play together or you want to play with your kid. You can only play the themed worlds with characters that are of that world. So if you want to play in Monsters University, you can only use Monsters Incorporated characters. Of course. In the starter pack, you are only given one for each of the worlds you can play. Yep. So you have a... You can't take like the, the pirate guy... And Sully and go into Monsters University. And run. You can't take Mr. Incredible and Sully and go into... You can only take Sully into Monsters University. Right. You can only take Mr. Incredible into whatever. Yeah. So I, when we bought the game, I found the villain from The Incredible Syndrome. Yep. I fucking love that guy. Oh, and his figure looks fucking amazing. Douchebag. I know, but he's awesome. And he, and he is that figure is sculpted so well. I bought that one just because I wanted it. I wanted it. I thought I could run my guy around and whatever. Yeah. Luckily, I did that because then my girls could actually... I thought they could just take two of the figures right. and run around Monsters and University. No. Nope. So they could so at least... 45 bucks later. Yeah. So they could at least run around in the Incredibles world with Syndrome and Mr. Incredible and fuck around, right? Right. Well, of course, my kids want to play Monsters University and I can't... So I'm like, all right, we'll go by Mike Wazowski, you know, like yeah, in Rio, my, my little one of Mike Wazowski. So we bought two. So I bought another figure. So this investment, if you really want to play two players in every world that you get with the starter pack, it's the, another $45. dollars Is it the game get. like 90 bucks? Game is 75 Okay, 75 And another 45 bucks if you want to play two players in every world God, you I get thought I, given. I thought I was at Target looking at that, and it was. I thought it was a lot more, but maybe... I'm just dreaming. I didn't pay 90 thank God. Yeah. So that's my first caveat. That is a screw job. That is a shitty thing to it do. Is. That makes you go out and buy characters. Not that I don't mind more figurines, well, Hilda, but, but too Disney much money. is struggling for profits. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they are. So the upside is, is that there's another mode to this Disney Infinity game called Toy Box Mode, which you can play any character you have all at the same time. So even if you can't play the particular themed worlds, at least my kids could have gone into the toy box mode and just run around with whatever character so, at the same time. Before we get to that, you said there were other... So you could buy individual characters mm -hmm. additionally for 13 to 15 bucks a piece. And then there was something with... There's like a two-pack plus a world. Plus a world. How much is that? I don't know. That was probably like 30, 40 bucks. Jesus. You know, it was super expensive. Yeah. So we haven't partaken of those. Which really sucks because that's where the worlds live. Of course, I should also mention that there are also little booster packs. Of course, there for are. five bucks a pop, where you get these little icons. They're either hexagonal or cylindrical, and they either give you powers for your character or items and things for the world. So they, so for instance, one comes prepackaged in the starter pack. Yep. you get the horse from Mulan, so your kids can ride around on the horse okay. in toy box mode. You can get cars, you can get like different skies, and yeah. you can get like Tron World or Phoenix and Ferb World. You can get the Muppets, oh, you man. know, you, you can get the Electric Mayhem bus. 
These are all Do you things, know what you're getting? You don't in know it? what you're getting. Oh, for fuck's so you could sake. be getting doubles for five bucks a pop. Of course, that's another shitty thing. And the thing is, too, is like some of the most of this stuff can only work in toy box mode. You can't take these into the actual right. worlds, right? So there you go. Let's talk about gameplay. So the games are actually pretty fun. My my kids and I, I was telling Mo this before the show. I have I have a seven year old and a four year old, and I have and never. She said the next time she sees me. I'm grounded. The seven-year-old said you were grounded because she listened. She listened closer to some of Odemo that I let her listen to the cleaner tracks. Yeah, she says you're grounded. Uh, so uh, my daughters, uh, when they play like games like Skylanders, they'll play for a little bit. They'll eventually sort of get tired and they'll go run around and go do something else. They'll come back maybe later and want to play again. But it's it's a very finite amount of time. I know that when they sit down to play Skylanders, it's not going to be all day. I never right. have to kick them off. They're just sort of done and yeah. it's fine. Disney Infinity, totally different. Hmm. I have never seen my kids glued to the fucking TV set as with Disney Infinity because there's an inherent freedom to the game. It's so open-ended, it becomes playtime. Now, do you think, is it mostly that? Does the fact that it's familiar characters play into this anywhere? To a point, like they're excited to play in Monsters University with Sully and Mike Wazowski, but... But it goes mostly beyond it that. goes beyond that because they would get tired of that. Like they'd sure. play and the character would wear off and they wouldn't care. This is about they can run around in Monsters University and play tag. Right. They can run around and just pick people up and throw them. They can, you know, shoot people with a toilet paper gun. They can why, why run around on the bike and just try to do crazy shit. They can try to find each other. They can try to run like I played a game with my kids where I would just try to run around and sneak up, and there's a you know the the, the monsters uh, university characters can have a scare power, so they well, go roar, and then the shit moves and blows away. Right. But you can scare each other too, so <laughs> we had fun doing that. And then there's just all kinds of collectibles, so we can go and try to find all the little you know, and the collectibles, interestingly enough, are like those little you know those little pop those little containers that you get from one of those coin operated yeah. machines, and they pop out, yeah, and you like pop the, the top open, eggs yeah, the plastic eggs. It's like they're all those. So my girls know those and love those, so they mm-hmm. want to run around and collect them all. And inside them, and inside each of those little plastic eggs are more toys that they can use oh, cool. in the game. So like you're running around the game, and you're collecting these plastic eggs, and that's how you get different toys. You complete challenges, you get more toys. Right. Or more spins in the toy box. Right. Spinning in the toy box gives you uh, all the toys, and you and you get like this little roulette wheel, yep. and it just picks one, and that's the one you get. So and it all goes into gamble. Exactly. Some of these toys you can use within the world. So in Monsters University, if they want to drop down sort of like the bike they just earned from right. doing a challenge, then they can use that bike wherever they want. When the toilet paper portion of the thing happens, you get the toilet paper gun. Right. And you can use that whenever you want. And that also gets used in toy box mode. So that goes okay. into your big collection, right? Sure. So there's all kinds of things to collect, all kinds of missions, and, the, and there's all these characters that do missions, and there's sort of a story that goes along. Yep. So there's like, you know, in the mission in Monsters University... Fear Tech is, you know, fucking around with Monsters University students and we're trying to get revenge, right? right. So there's that whole thing. And some, you know, they're, they're as simple as go do this in the time limit or go carry this guy from here to there or go toilet paper all the trees or go race this guy, you know, things like that. All things kids can do and a lot of fun. And they can do them together. Um, another downside, though, when you're playing two players is it's split screen co op. So if you're used to Skylanders or both your characters on one big screen, this does not have that. It's split screen co-op, yeah. which I thought my kids would totally not get, but surprisingly didn't phase them at all. Huh. They totally got it, and they didn't even say anything about it. They didn't even complain. Right. 
So that was, and that allows them to go wherever they want too. They're not stuck on one part of the board. So, you know, Rio can be at the other end of the world because she got lost. Right. Can't find Rowan anymore. Right. It doesn't matter. Like it it just works. That's cool. So watching him play is just a shit ton of fun. So then that brings us, and then, you know, Incredibles have the same sort of thing, but they're more Incredibles themed things where you got to, and they're getting attacked all the time in the Incredibles. Syndrome's always sending these big robots down, and they're always beating the shit out of somebody, you know, because right. and that keeps it interesting. Monsters University, they're not the same, they're not that same, but they can climb around stuff and do different sure. adventure things. Anyway, so toy box mode is where this game really goes ape shit. So all of the toys that you collect, suddenly toy box mode is a big sandbox. You can they, they give you sort of this quasi pre made level that basically has okay. the Disney castle in the center of it, yep. and then everything else around it. It's like the Tony Hawk skater right. park. Yeah, and you can destroy everything with a Disney cast and recreate everything. So you 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 get a bunch of stuff to start out with, dude. Can you imagine skating Tony Hawk on the Disney castle? Just think awesome. about that for a moment. We should have created that. I know all those towers have per- their perfect quarter pipes. Yeah, there's yeah. all these rails. You can. You no, can see, drive. I'm with you on that. Oh, I think it'd be good. Yeah. I'm starting to wonder now if there's a skateboard in Disney Infinity. I think there is. There's a hoverboard, at least I know. Because that would be badass. That would be badass. So here's what... So first of all, it's just an open thing where you can run around and use any character you want. But then the kids have access to all these toys that you've collected either in the, the, the worlds or as you're going through toy box mode, you can do adventures and certain tasks that they have set up. Or you can just create your own. So you can use all these toys and put them down. So for instance... One of the things you get is this cannon that can shoot your characters through it. So I was playing around with the girls, and I'm like, what if we did this? There's this big towery thing. Right. I'm like, what if we go on top of this, and we string some cannons in the sky, and we see if we can get enough going so we just launch into a cannon, 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 cannon. You can even change directions and go in a big circle if you want. Or you could, you know, we could put a pool down on the ground and see if we can launch ourselves into the pool. Then Rowan was like, what if we put beach balls down? So we put a bunch of beach balls down. And there's all the, and then you can drop cars down. You can drop helicopters in the world. You have hang glider things on your back you can attach and you jump down. You have guns you can just shoot people with, and all the all these different enemies come out. And you can just run around, and it's like this big imaginative sandbox where like whatever they create, you can do. Right. And it gets really advanced too because they've got a bunch of what they call creative toys, creative toys, okay. where they basically things you can connect, so like a switch will oh, cause sure. this thing to start. Yep. And then you have a reset button, so you can create... And they even give you a little tutorial on how you can create 2D side-scrolling games yeah. using this toy box mode. Sure. And it's super advanced, where you can actually attach things, so when they hit this button, all this shit goes off, or things yep. start, or you can make a pinball machine. You know, like, all this stuff you can do. Yep. So it's kind of like... um. What was the one, the game where you could design your own levels for uh, PS3? Oh. Uh, with nine, nine, nine updates, updates later. Yeah. Sackboy. So, uh, yeah, Sackboy, whatever that was fucking called. Little it's Big a, Planet. Little Big Planet. It was a lot like that where you can sort of build and create shit, you know, that's yeah. uniquely yours, yeah. right? So it was kind of amazing. My kids just got sucked in. and they. J- it was the first game I've ever had that I have to tell them to stop playing. <laughs> um. So it's not without its draw. Oh, another drawback, though, is the menu system is shitty. It took yeah. me forever. So, like, you know, when you're in the toy box mode and you want to go back to, like, Monsters University. Right. The way through is super cumbersome. There's, like, four menus you got to go through, and the kids are going to get Great. lost, and they're going to ask you for help. They're not going to be able to do it by themselves unless you take them track by track. they can't read. So the menu system is fucked up, convoluted, and way dumped. So, like, to load a game, you have to go load a game. 
select the game, load the game. Are you sure you want to load? Oh, yes. God. It's like one of those, right? So yeah. it's like that's kids going to fucking not deal with that. They're going to erase their my, games. My kid, yeah, and that's just happened. That's happened before. My kids erased the game where they ended up not opening up one but saving a new one. Yep. You know, and they wonder where all their shit is they've collected. Well, you know, so that's a problem. Number two is there's items that your character has, like guns and a magic wand and stuff like that that you can use in the game. To get it is a really weird right bumper pops up a menu and you have to scroll with the right stick to select it then hit A. It's really cumbersome. Right stick? Yeah. Kids won't get it. And my kids don't. I have to help them with it every time because it's just not intuitive for kids. So the control menu system is not not intuitive. intuitive for me. Here's another thing. You can get a magic wand in toy box mode, which you need to be careful. Luckily, it's a little cumbersome to get to because I don't want my four-year-old getting that because my four-year-old gets into the put the toys down thing and finds the most processor intensive toy and just goes in the sky where you can't reach it. You know, like just lays things down because she can, which is fine. But then you've got a finite amount of things you can put in the toy box and then it bottoms out, right? It won't let you do anymore. So then you got to go back and daddy's got to erase it all. You use a magic wand, can erase anything on the board? Oh, Jesus. Or move things around or put things, you know, so like... The magic wand's a powerful tool yeah. that you may not want your little, little kids. Like, Roanne can do it because she gets it and she can erase things. And she'll accidentally erase things every now and again, but yep. she can at least fix it. Whereas Rhea would just wipe out the board, right? right. So you got to be a little careful there. Yeah. And you got to be a little careful, like, with the full amount of control. Like, it, it, at the same time, there's that parent in me that wants to sort of control the experience and sort of has learned to just let it go. Let Rio put down 16,000 pads that she's never sure. going to play with. I can always erase them again part that's part of the fun right they just have the freedom to do and, and put down whatever they want don't limit them they'll enjoy the fuck out of it you can always go erase it and repair things right. and you can always reset the board too if you want so there's that um so overall this has been a remarkably great experience gameplay is more in grossing for my kids than skylanders huh yeah um just from the creative play aspect. Right. I feel better as a dad letting them play it for longer because it feels like they're at least being creative with what they do. They're mm-hmm. not just going down a thing where they're just punching people. They're actually right. putting things down and trying to build things and making racetracks and having fun. And That's almost like... Following their imagination. Legos more. that have a... Exactly. Th- that are like crazy hyper-powered. Yeah, so it feels like that. The money thing is a huge problem. Yeah. The menu system is a huge problem. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Should we spin the black circle? I suppose. All right. So let's do, uh, we'll do, uh, I got two of them here. The first one is a band called the Civil Wars. The Civil Wars. We had one of those. Uh, The Civil Wars are a country group. Uh, Go to figure. Duet. Um, They're not really around anymore. I guess they've been fighting. They're mad at each other. Um. And so this is their second album, which just came out of uh, a month ago, maybe a month ago. I like the Civil Wars. This was uh, I, I I was teaching at an arts high school for a while, and this was one of the folky tunes that kids would do was from the Black, uh, from the Civil Wars. Um, one of their tunes it was very popular amongst okay. the folky high school set. Yep. Um, and they're a very good group. They're they're very talented, and they write really pr- really good songs. There's a lot of sappy shit on this album. But this is one that's not sappy. So well, it is a duo. It's called um, From the Valley. From this valley. From this valley. So this is the Civil Wars. Oh, the desert dreams 
So there's something about their harmony I really dig. You know? It's got that alt-country thing happening. Yeah, I gotta say, that uh, that little break in the middle, that's pretty impressive. That was... Th- I mean, they got a great blend in their voices together. Well, th- the fact that they're able to move that way. I know. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Civil Wars. It's a good album. It's It's got a lot of sappy stuff, but I think their songwriting is really good, and uh, even the sappy stuff really... You know, it's not sappy just because, you know, there's, there's some extra depth to the lyrics. Sure. So I like them. So that's um, self-titled album, by the way, The Civil Wars. Uh, all right. So I got a story behind this one. So um, I was at Discland, our local, one, one, uh, kind of a local record shop. Sure. It's a, just a One dirt, of the many. It's just a dirtball place, but I love it. It is. It's a head shop. It's Almost. a total head shop. They don't so, sell pipes, though, I don't think. Anymore. Or do they? They used to. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so, you know, I love these places where you come out smelling like pot. Uh, oh, yeah. But anyway. But so truly. I, yeah, exactly. I went in there and I saw this album up on the wall call and it had this awesome sort of like, uh, you know, yeah. one of these like hologram a, cover kind of yeah, things. It's like Not mirror really, kind It's of, like a mirror kind a of thing. A rainbow mirror. Yeah, with a band which looked very familiar. I've sort of seen this arrangement like of people If you were a leprechaun before. and you looked in a mirror, I bet it's like this. <laughs> That's what you see. Uh, and it's by a band called The Reflectors. And I'm like, wait a minute. Reflector with a K. Uh, is the is the new single by Arcade Fire, oh. which is a highly anticipated album. And I'm looking, and it's a vinyl up on the wall. I'm like, what the fuck? The Reflectors. This is Arcade Fire. I turn around in the back, and sure enough, all of the of the songs that were listed on the Arcade Fire album are listed on the back of this. So it right. looks like a full album. It does. Uh, however, the pressing is absolute shit, and it was like ten bucks. <laughs> so I'm like, well, this can't be whatever. I don't know what this is. So I thought, well, is it? So I bought it. Because nobody at the store could tell me one way or the other. So I bought it thinking maybe it was a sneak release or whatever. Come to find out, doing a little Twitter uh, perusal, people had been talking about it on there. And it is, in fact, an EP. So this is the uh, this is a uh, kind of an expensive EP, but nevertheless, it's, it's cool. Um, we're going to listen to Arcade Fire's, um, I guess, their single that's, that just hit recently. So this is called Reflector. Thank you. 
So it's got that whole daft punky disco vibey yeah. thing. I was thinking the same thing. Um, they got the LCD sound system guy producing them though, so I think that's where a lot of this stuff kind of comes from. Uh, I see. But uh, but I like it. I think it's good. I'm interested. You know, and I love this band so much because they were a totally indie band that won the Grammy of the you know the album right. of the year award. Right. And I I just appreciate sort of who they are, their mystique. So. I'm anxious to check out what they're doing next. Like, what do you do when you win a Grammy and you had sort of this sort of album that was this way? Yeah. And like, now do you branch off? And like, to me, no, they're, fuck they're, you. You just they're keep, creative you enough. Keep writing the shit you want to write. Exactly. It sounds like I, that's what they're doing. I don't care if that's the beauty of being indie. Yeah. So that's awesome. I love it. You're doing it yourself, you're beholden to no one. Totally. Uh, movie corner quickly before we uh, run off and do some casual encounters. Uh, I went and saw the movie Blue Jasmine, which is Woody Allen's new, um, you know, whatever the Jewish word for joint is. Uh, what? You know, like a Spike Lee joint. Oh, this is Woody Allen. He's Jewish. Right. This is just a bad joke, Mo. You could have gone just, with it. I don't even understand joint. Like it's like it's like he's smoking weed. Yeah, kind of. Uh, anyway, Woody Allen's new movie, uh, Blue Jasmine, um, stars Kate Blanchett as the as a as the story is. Uh, Kate Blanchett plays this character who had lived sort of this rich life with this rich husband, but the husband, of course, was shading, went to jail. Something happened, and she's lost the life she had. Comes to move in with her sister, who is sort of kind of a little more down and out, has a kid, um, divorced, and and uh, is thinking about marrying another person, and he kind of dates these sort of sleazy characters. Yep. And then uh, sort of what happens when she moves in with her nice. to try to get her life back. Um, overall, the movie itself, from a plot perspective, isn't anything to write home about. However, Kate Blanchett is fucking amazing. I've never... Really? Holy shit. I had no idea no, she had... I saw an interview with her once, and all I could think was, it was, wasn't was she in The Lord of the Rings? Yes, yeah. yes, she was. And I saw an interview with her about that, and she couldn't have been more disinterested, like, disengaged from the whole thing. I'm like, what? Yeah. God, you just seem like I a think raging she's, bitch. Well, I think she's just a really fucking high-quality actor and kind of did this role, I don't know why, sure. but anyway... She is amazing. I have never watched someone become a character so completely. Yeah. Like, there's these moments where she's drinking a lot because she's just trying to cope and she's not all together, right? right? You could really, in the hands of a lesser actor, that character would have been a fucking complete farce, a disaster. You're going to be overly drunk and it doesn't make sense and you're obviously right. doing this caricature of a thing. She was so authentic from the look in her eyes to just how she carried herself, to the way she slurred her words, to the point she was making as a character while she did it. It was fucking unbelievable. Mm. Like, you so believed her as this character, you just forgot you were watching any of you other than this person. And the situation she's in are so mundane, uh, but but still she makes them so believable. Alec Baldwin plays her, her rich husband, so they do flashbacks to when they were married. And then you watch her go from this sort of composed person and just watch her sort of unravel to where she is now. And then you watch her almost have this redemptive moment where she almost sort of gets it back. Sure. And she fucks and things just get fucked up. And then at the end of the movie, you're sort of just left with this person just as crazy as you found them when you started the movie. And it just sort of doesn't really have this very nice wrapped up ending, which I sort of appreciated. Right. It just sort of has this 
character study. Like you're just the whole movie sort of revolves around this character that Kate Blanchett's playing, and all the different situations that Woody Allen can put her in, and all these characters she can throw he can throw at her, and then what happens? Yeah, and just some very uh, and some very high quality, very cal- uh, uh, strangely enough, Andrew Dice Clay plays the divorced husband really? of the Kate Blanchett's character's sister. He's really good. He's I not would not he, have expected. He's that. actually heartwarming in one part. You're just sort of like, wow, you know, like holy shit. Like, you know, he actually becomes this wonderful, relatable huh. character. And I despise Andrew yeah. Dice Clay. Yeah. But he really does a good job in this movie. So Blue Jasmine over and, and of course Woody Allen like peppers this whole thing with great jazz music because he's a fan of jazz and he like picks Blue Moon is sort of a centerpiece, you know, thing. And like just just sort of decorates this with great music that makes this movie really sing. It's just a really great movie. It's not not over the top, not complex. It's a simple character study with just some of the most brilliant acting I've ever seen. And just Woody Allen, I think, at his finest. I think it's a really great movie. And I think if you happen to have it in your theater, go check out Blue Jasmine. It's really fucking good. Um, Okay. Yeah, I know, I know, but it was good. It was a good movie, and then I had to see Planes again because my kids wanted to go see it. Oh, oh so yeah, terrible fucking. Did he win the race? Oh, you still. Yeah. Anyway, spoiler. Uh, spoiler, bitches. All right, Mo, are you ready? I'm ready. Oh yeah, girl. Bring that sweet thing on over here. This encounter gonna be casual and once again these are all men seeking women because there were about 13 entries for today for women seeking men and over 200 oh there you go for men seeking women so it sounds about right there aren't quite as many as in the past but uh it's enough i think to get us through the day so we begin are you daddy's little whore? Oh, God. 34, Minneapolis. If that line alone was enough to get you soaked, oh, then God. I want to talk to you. No, you don't. I'm hard and horny and need a horny little slut to satisfy my lust. Wow. Classy guy. Call soon. <laughs> Time's running out. Ah, <laughs> uh, next one. Any women with pierced nipples here? <laughs> 27. Fridley. It's actually strangely normal. Uh, right? I, uh, I'm, I've really wanted to see and touch slash feel a pair of nice pierced breasts. I'm talking C-plus cups here. Both oh. nipples done on an attractive, sexy female. Oh. <laughs> I got demands. So it's a little picky. Yeah. He's not yeah. just going to take no, anybody. No, no. Uh, surely. Some dude shows up. I got pierced yeah. nipples. <laughs> Surely, it's probably his dad. <laughs> Surely, there's someone on here that fits the, that bill. On an attractive, sexy female. Okay. Uh, that wouldn't mind letting me finally explore this? Question mark. Reply with your cup size in your email. Uh-huh. Send me a picture if you'd like to prove to me. <laughs> of course. And we can talk smiley face. I'll be eagerly awaiting. Speaking of eager, Hilden. Eager to have kids? Oh! 22, Northwest Burbs, Chamblin no. area. Bad idea. Eager to have kids with the right woman. Oh! No. I'm six foot two and Caucasian. This is a serious post. Oh, God. 
I also would love an emotional relationship. Of course you would. As well. But not required, I'm sure. I just want to move fast with the right person. I'm real. God, that poor fucking kid. It's hot and muggy out. Pick for pick, smiley face. Oh, my God. Put red in the subject line so I'll know you're real. Ugh. It was not huggy. Huggy. Jesus. It was not hot and or muggy. That's huggy. Fake. Hot and muggy. Fag! I don't know where they were, but Christ, it was amazing here today. And it started out with frost. Ah. Have my baby. 48. Another one? Yes. Oh, God. We're not done with this, Hilda. Single white male here. Tall, lean, professional. Financially stable and secure. Clean cut. Six feet. 175 pounds. A 32-inch waist. Fit. Clean. Disease-free seeks young black girl to have my baby. Huh. Marriage not out of the question. We'll provide. Oh, my God. That's awesome. I'd like a disaster, please. <laughs> Is there anybody looking for a disaster? <laughs> anybody at all? Oh, my God. Just amazing. Let's be co-parents. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> 30. All these dudes want Many kids. That's just fucking not right. This is good. I'm looking for a female in Minneapolis. A female. <laughs> I'd like to marry you, get divorced, and co-parent <laughs> no. from now on. I'm looking for a female species human <laughs> in Minneapolis who wants to have a baby but doesn't want have the desire to be in a relationship. I'm looking for someone who loves kids and know how much of a commitment thus would... What? Nerds shooting nerds! How much of a commitment thus would be, and how much love they need to provide. I will be there for my child. I am white, tall, and cute. As if there were more, any more yeah, evidence necessary. Brown hair and green eyes, German-Irish descent, disease and drug-free, and obviously single. Why obviously? God, Lord, these people. These poor fucking children. Oh baby God. making. Now that should be hyphenated. God there. damn it. That should be hyphenated. Let's be co-parents. Baby making would occur during the evening slash nights and on the weekend during ovulation times at your place. Oh my God. He's got to get If interested, way. contact me and let's apostrophe. That just got test, creepy right And let's there. get to know each other. That's, that's Ovulation times. <laughs> right. Oh man. Like he's on some kind of lunar calendar. Exactly. <laughs> he's a druid. God. That probably pissed off our druid audience. Exactly. You're right. You're a druidist. There goes all of druid Britain, <laughs> wherever that is. <laughs> all right. Last uh, last entry. Are you ready for this, Elden? No. <laughs> Crater that pussy. <laughs> Winky face. <laughs> this guy's 18. <laughs> He's in Minneapolis. Crater! That's so bad! <laughs> and I don't think he can back it up. I just probably don't think he can do he it. He had like three pictures of his dick. Oh, okay. Can he back it up? <laughs> I No. <laughs> Let me crater your pussy wide open with my plow. <laughs> Smiley face! <laughs> Asian plus. Black plus. Mixed double plus. Oh my god. Don't let the age fool you. Uh, and then there's a bunch of weird text kind of shit. This all caps. I have girth and experience. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. Oh, Craigslist. <laughs> K 
can get back hard after coming also and shoot big warm period apparently this is a new sentence creamy loads another <laughs> smiley face ah, i love this guy <laughs> he's looking for a black girlfriend.com <laughs> i have a tuna sammy yeah <laughs> About eight inch cut cock that is very thick for its length, almost uh, as thick as a pop can. Wow! Shoots nice creamy loads. Pretty sure you already said that, buddy. Yeah, wow! Uh, very clean and very fit. When it comes to my body and hygiene, I can go for hours. And after I'm done coming, I get right back hard and go for even longer. I already said that. I can wow. keep you coming multiple times before it's even my turn. Winky face. <laughs> I need a down-ass female that's willing to go all out with this dick. Show me how freaky you are, and we'll see who's more of a freak? Question Dude, just mark? do porn, man. Move to L.A. It's I fine, love eating son. from behind if you are squeaky clean. Eating pussy. Pounding that pussy hard until it throbs, or nice and slow until you can't hold in any longer. Wow. Mostly looking for around my age, but any age or race works as long as you are clean with good hygiene, and love to fuck thick, long dick. <laughs> Tell me about yourself. <laughs> I want a meaningful relationship. <laughs> or if that's not you, and you just like getting to business, then send me an email oh with pics God. and some stats. Wow. Location? Brooklyn Park. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> porn is your calling, obviously, man. You got it all set. Smiley face. Winky face. I love that guy, man. Crater that pussy. <laughs> he's just so. Winky he's face. He's like a funny advertisement. He is. He really is. He's very confident. Uh, he had a lot of pictures. I was. Well, well, he's proud of it. There you go. He's got to show that shit off. You know, you know, what are you going to do? I suppose. All get, right. Get a job? No. No. He's got a job. He's he in sure Hollywood. Does. Yeah, he does. Shitty movies, bad acting, lots of sex. Oh. You can do it. All right. I feel like a moon landing's in there somewhere. <laughs> exactly. That's our show for this week, folks. As always, thank you for tuning in. You can find us on robotpanic.com. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash DGRadio. Give us a call, 612-424-3835. Or send us an email, mailbag, at drunkengamersradio.com. That's our show for this week. Until next time, this has been DG Radio. Good night. Good night.